بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah And that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger We continue the explanation of the concise admonition by Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah Or Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, the concise admonition And we have reached uh, class number 26 He, rahimahullah, said وَلَئِنْ كَانَ عِلْمًا نَافِعًا فَلَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَكُونَ فِي مِرَاثِ مُحَمَّدٍ صلى الله عليه وسلم مَا يُغْنِي عَنْهُ مِمَّا هُوَ مِثْلُهُ وَخَيْرٌ مِنْهُ In the preceding statements of Shaykh al-Islam when he told the person asked, who asked this question about what is good to follow he mentioned to him the inherited knowledge from the Prophet ﷺ to be the knowledge that deserves to be known as علم النافع beneficial knowledge and other than that is not beneficial here he continues to say that if there is a knowledge from any of any kind that is beneficial in itself other than the legal knowledge then it's inevitable that in the book of Allah and in the sunnah of the messenger وسلم, there will be that which is sufficient and excels this knowledge will be sufficient meaning will make us in no need of this knowledge and not only that what would be in the book of Allah and in the sunnah of the messenger وسلم, would excel this knowledge that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying in fact in surah al-furqan In Surah Al-Furqan, chapter 25, verse 33. وَلَا يَأْتُونَكَ بِمَثَلٍ إِلَّا جِئْنَاكَ بِالْحَقِّ وَأَحْسَنَ تَفْسِيرًا And no example or similitude do they bring to oppose or to find fault in you or in this Quran but we reveal to you the truth against that similitude or example and the better explanation thereof Ibn Kathir rahimahullah said in his tafsir of this verse Al-Quran ashrafu kitab anzalahullah the Quran is the best and most noble book that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent down wa Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the greatest prophet and messenger whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent and therefore they wouldn't say anything to oppose the truth except that we would respond the similitude or example and even a better explanation 
from there a better explanation better than their opposing statements Sufyan bin Uyayniya or bin Uyayna rahimahullah said لا تأتون بمثل مشهور للعرب إلا جئنا إلا جئتكم به من القرآن you wouldn't bring any proverb famous with the Arabs except that I will bring you something of its kind in the Quran so one of them said to Sufyan فَأَيْنَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ where in the Quran the saying أَعْطِ أَخَاكَ تَمْرَ فَإِنْ لَمْ يَقْبَلْ فَأَعْطِهِ جَمْرَ give your brother Tamra is a date فَإِنْ لَمْ يَقْبَلْ and if he does not accept فَأَعْطِهِ جَمْرَ then give him a piece of hot coal so Sufyan responded this is the saying this is in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Zukhruf chapter 43 verse 36 and whosoever turns away from the remembrance of the most beneficent Allah we appoint for him shaitan, satan, devil to be a qareen, an intimate companion to him all of this does not mean that the truth is to be disregarded if it is not present in the Quran and the Sunnah because what is intended is that any truth not in the Quran and the Sunnah does not stand to be sufficient in the sense that it would make us it would be a substitute for the truth in the Quran and the Sunnah rather much of the truth which exists in other than the Quran and the Sunnah is deduced from it from the Quran and the Sunnah textual proofs or from what remained of the reports from the messengers السلام, or from the sound fitra sound fitra the sound natural inclination then he Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah said وَلْتَكُنْ هِمَّتُهُ فَهْمَ مَقَاصِدِ الرَّسُولِ فِي أَمْرِهِ وَنَهْيِهِ وَسَائِرَ كَلَامِهِ وَلْتَكُنْ هِمَّتُهُ فَهْمَ مَقَاصِدِ الرَّسُولِ فِي أَمْرِهِ وَنَهْيِهِ وَسَائِرِ كَلَامِهِ mean let him let his determination 
and intention, firm intention and determination. Anyone who would examine this concise admonition, let him understand what's intended by the messengers commands and prohibitions and the rest of his statements alayhi salatu wassalam meaning in the rest from the matters of the unknown or of the matters of revelation all of this can be summarized to mean that Sheikh al-Islam rahimahullah is inciting and advising this person to gather his determination and make it focused upon understanding what's intended in the messenger's commands and prohibitions and all that comes from him without any kind of blind bigotry or inclination to desires or inclinations towards blameworthy interpretations or opposition then he rahimahullah said فَإِذَا اطْمَأَنَّ قَلْبُهُ أَنَّ هَذَا هُوَ مُرَادُ الرَّسُولِ فَلَا يَعْدِلْ عَنْهُ فِيمَا بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَلَا مَعَ النَّاسِ إِذَا أَمْكَنَهُ ذَلِكَ So if his heart becomes content and open that this is what the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم intends in this matter then he should not deviate from that but rather hold to it and magnify his command and magnify his orders in terms of his relation with Allah Azza wa Jal such that he worships him and follows the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in terms of the application of sharia also in terms of his relations with people he should not deviate from the path of the truth but rather he should deal with them as necessitated by the command of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said إِذَا أَمْكَنَهُ ذَلِكَ As long as he is able to do that. So therefore, in summary this statement, the summary of this statement is that the person, if his heart becomes open and content that this is the truth regarding such and such, then he should not turn away from that. because this is a sign of Iman and a sign of success and any opposition to that is a sign of following lowly desires قال الله تعالى 
in Surah An-Nur 24 verse 63 عن تصيبهم فتنة أو يصيبهم عذاب أليم and let those who oppose the Messenger وسلم's commandment among the sects beware lest some fitna disbelief, trials, afflictions, earthquakes, killing, overpowered by tyrant, etc. befall them or a painful torment be inflicted on them. وقال الله عز وجل in Surah Al-Ahzab chapter 33 verse 36 أن يكون لهم الخيرة من أمرهم ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل ضلالا مبينا It is not for a believer, man or woman when Allah and his messenger have decreed a matter that they should have any option in their decision and whoever disobeys Allah and his messenger he has indeed strayed in a plain error وقال تبارك وتعالى إن سورة النساء Chapter 4, verse 65. فَلَاوَرَبِّكَلَاَيُؤْمِنُونَ and find in themselves no resistance against your decisions and accept them with full submission. So, the one seeking advice should take by this one and deals with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had ordained on the tongue of His Messenger وسلم, and deals with the people in goodness and establishes the ruling of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his transactions and dealings with them to the best of his ability because in certain circumstances he may not be able and that's why Shaykh al-Islam conditioned it on, upon ability it may be that in some cases he may not be able to enjoin what is right and forbid what is wrong because it may lead to a greater fitna or a greater benefit may be lost and it should be noted here that the comfort of the heart and its tranquility and openness towards the truth is a natural matter is a natural matter Amrun Fitri Amrun Fitri because because the truth has a sign to it leading to it proving it and a light calling to it directing to it and that's why it came in Sahih Muslim from the hadith of An-Nawas bin Sam'an رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال 
البر حسن الخلق والإثم ما حاك في نفسك وفي رواية في صدرك وكرهت أن يطلع عليه الناس Righteousness is good manners and etiquettes and character والإثم sin is that which agitates in yourself or in your chest and you dislike that people know of it قال الإمام النووي رحمه الله in explanation of this ما حاك في صدرك قال أي تحرك منه وتردد ولم ينشرح له الصدر وحصل له في القلب من الشك وخوف وخوف كونه ذنبا it agitates the heart and the person is hesitant his heart is constrained unopened and there is doubt and fear that it may be something sinful and Wasiba ibn Ma'bad قال أتيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال جئت تسأل عن البر والإثم you came asking about righteousness and sin I said yes قال استفتي قلبك check your heart البر مطمأنت إليه النفس righteousness is that which the self is comfortable towards وَاطْمَأَنَّ إليه القلب and similarly the heart والإثم ما حاك في النفس and the sin is that which agitates in the self agitates it وتردد في الصدر and casts doubt and hesitation in the in the chest and also resonates as something sinful وإن أفتاك الناس وأفتوك يعني even if people give you fatwa regarding this that this is not sin so this which affects the heart render it constraint uneasy and uncomfortable one should be careful about Ibn Rajab rahimahullah said explaining these two hadiths He said, وهذا يدل, and this proves that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فطر عباده على معرفة الحق. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created his slaves to know of the truth and to feel comfortable towards that and to accept and ingrained in one's nature the love of the truth and turning away from what opposes it. So the heart 
in which the light of Iman settled and in which the light of Iman opened and widened is the place where the truth resides and feel comfortable too and it is accepted and it turns away from falsehood and dislikes it and does not accept it so the hadith of Wafiba he said and what it means and that which is similar in meaning refers to conclusion that one should return to his heart in term, in cases of doubt and whatever it feels comfortable to and opens for it then it is the righteousness and the lawful and whatever opposes that is sinful and haram and from this meaning he added is the saying of Ibn Mas'ud ما رآه المؤمنون حسنا whatever the believers see as good then it is with Allah good وما رآه المؤمنون قبيحا فهو عند الله قبيحا whatever they see as evil and ugly then it is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as such and concerning the saying of the Prophet وَإِنْ أَفْتَاكَ الْمُفْتُونَ even if others give you fatwa that it is not a sin here he said this applies when the person's heart is opened to the truth and the mufti the one giving him an opposite ruling is making fatwa by way of desires and conjecture without any legal proof however if the mufti is giving proofs legal proofs for his fatwa then in this case the person should take by that even though his heart may not be open to that this is like he gave an example he said this is like the legal permits for example breaking the fast in the suffer when one is on a journey or if one is ill and the shortening of the salah on a journey and the like where many people don't feel comfortable and open towards that and these are ignorant and their position is not to be taken into consideration because this is a legal permit to do that they say well our hearts are not open for this then this is not acceptable because this is a legal permit it should be taken into consideration and then he said overall any textual proof the position of the believer towards any textual proof except that the believer should obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger on that then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah continued وَلْيَشْتَهِدْ أَنْ يَعْتَصِمَ فِي كُلِّ بَابٍ مِنْ أَبْوَابِ الْعِلْمِ بِأَصْلٍ مَأْثُورٍ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ 
وإذا اشتبه عليه مما قد اختلف فيه الناس فليدعو بما رواه مسلم في صحيحه عن عائشة رضي الله عنها أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كان يقول إذا قام يصلي من الليل اللهم رب جبريل وميكائيل وإسرافيل فاطر السماوات والأرض عالم الغيب والشهادة أنت تحكم بين عبادك فيما كانوا فيه يختلفون اهدني لما اختلف فيه من الحق بإذنك إنك تهدي من تشاء إلى صراط مستقيم And he, rahimahullah, added, and let the person then, the believer, stick in all matters of knowledge to inherited foundations related to this knowledge from the Prophet والسلام, and in cases where a matter may not be clear in which people differ then in this case he should invoke Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as in the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa used to stand for the night prayer making the dua in the beginning in the opening of the salah Allahumma rabba Jibreel wa Mikael wa Israfil O Allah the Rabb of Jibreel and Mikael and Israfil فاطر السماوات والأرض the originator of the heavens and the earth عالم الغيب والشهادة the one who knows perfectly of the unseen and the witness أنت تحكم بين عبادك فيما كانوا فيه يختلفون you judge among your slaves in that which they differ اهدني لما اختلف فيه من الحق بإذنك guide me to that in which they differ guide me to the truth upon which they differ إِنَّكَ تَهْدِي مَنْ تَشَاءُ إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ meaning guide me to the truth concerning which they differed إِنَّكَ تَهْدِي مَنْ تَشَاءُ إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ you guide whom you ever wish to the straight path so let him therefore resort to this great dua so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may relieve him from perplexity and hesitation and doubt and show him the truth and guide him to follow it and the falsehood and guide him to abstain from it in this dua Jibreel wa Mikael wa Israfil these are names of angels great angels and they were particularly mentioned here because Jibreel is the angel of revelation so the revelation brings life to the hearts and this life is the most important type of life and that's why he started by that then he followed by Mikael because Mikael is the one in charge of rain and plants and the rain is the cause for living It is the cause for the life for the bodies and the rest of the animals. And Israfil, the one who <coughs> is in charge, entrusted with blowing in the trumpet. And he is therefore the cause for 
the life of the world and the return of the souls to their bodies so seeking means of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dua since he is the Rabb of these great angels entrusted with life has great influence in attaining what is sought and Imam al-Nawi rahimahullah he said that that the ulama said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala particularized the mention of these angels as him being their Rabb even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Rabb of all creatures and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala adds the great creatures to himself and adds the great creation to himself as he subhanahu wa ta'ala refers so many times in the Quran Rabbus Samawati Wal Ard the Rabb of the Samawat of the heavens and the earth the Rabb of the magnificent and noble throne the Rabb of the angels and the spirit the Rabb of the Easts the two Easts and the two Wests the Rabb of An-Nas the Rabb of Al-Alameen Rabb Kulli Shay the Rabb of everything Rabb Nabiyyin the Rabb of the Prophets Khaliq al-Samawati wal-Ard the creator of the heavens and the earth Fatir al-Samawati wal-Ard the originator of the heavens and the earth he didn't use this title his name al-Rabb with that which is despicable and small like for example it is not to be said Rabb al-Hasharat the Rabb of insects or Khaliqul Qirada wal Khanazir, the creator of monkeys and pigs and the like. Rather, it is said Khaliqul Makhluqat, the creator of all creation. The creator of everything. Under this, they fall under this generality. Ihdini in the dua, Ihdini limakhtulifa fihi min al haq. Guide me to that truth upon for which they differed concerning concerning which they differed meaning make me established on it guide us to the straight path you guide whomever you wish to the straight path meaning the guidance of success which leads to his pleasure and paradise Tahdi man whomever you wish to guide and this Mashia, this will of Allah is linked to his wisdom for he subhanahu wa ta'ala perfectly knows where his guidance is suitable and fits then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah continued فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ تَعَالَى قَدْ قَالَ فِي مَرَوَاهُ عَنْهُ رَسُولُهُ يَا عِبَادِي 
كلكم ضال إلا من هديت فاستهدوني أهدكم Oh my slaves In this hadith which is hadith Qudsi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Ya ibadi oh my slaves Kullukum dal All are astray Illa man hadaytu Except the one whom I guided So seek Guidance from me And I will guide you Now here the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kullukum dal all of you are astray this may sound may underline may sound that it's in opposition to the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu in which he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَإِنِّي خَلَقْتُ عِبَادِي حُنَفَاءَ كُلَّهُمْ وَإِنِّي خَلَقْتُ عِبَادِي حُنَفَاءَ كُلَّهُمْ وَإِنَّهُمْ أَتَتْهُمُ الشَّيَاطِينَ فَاجْتَالَتْهُمْ عَنْ دِينِهِمْ I have created my ibad hunafa meaning on tawheed, all of them and that the shayateen came to them and diverted them from their deen this may down to oppose this hadith which we mentioned earlier all of you are astray, misguided and also it may sound to oppose the hadith of the Prophet if the child accept that he is born on fitrah the natural inclination to submit to Allah his parents guide, his parents make him a Jew or a Christian or a Magian so how to understand these three narrations how to understand these three narrations how to reconcile how to understand the first one all of you are astray the second all are created on Tawheed and that shayateen came and diverted them and that each child is born on the fitra and that his parents make him Jews and Christian etc how to reconcile how to understand these three hadiths this is an open assignment for you to think about these three narrations think about them consult and check and try to do this seriously inshallah ta'ala and it is an open assignment and try to bring the answer tomorrow inshallah when we review this subject so we will stop here and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who benefit from what had been discussed Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa sallallahu ala muhammadin Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Can you please mention the three narrations? Yes First one is Kullukum bal All are Astray So
second is inni khalaqtu ibadi hunafa i had created my slaves hunafa meaning on tawhid and the third hadith is every child is born on the fitra his parents make him a Jew or a Christian or an Asian actually there is no opposition but it may sound that there is an opposition there is no opposition whatsoever but it may sound that there is opposition check these narrations and check the explanation of those and try to bring inshallah ta'ala the answer tomorrow.